0: Welcome back everyone, and this week we have a very special guest on our show, rapper, songwriter and artist, Glorious. Enjoy.
1: So Glorious, what have you been up to since you last came on the podcast? Um,
2: Since the last time, obviously that time I dropped the van so like my debut my debut project um since then obviously coming out uh coming out of lockdown just getting back into into the live shows again you know um released a few more a few more projects uh last summer um and yeah now back to summer again i'm gearing up for the the next album man can't wait
1: in terms of uh stuff that you've done, you've had a few firsts since you last came onto the podcast. I think yeah. you had your own headline show and everything.
2: How was that? Oh fucking incredible. I should have asked if I can curse on this it? but I guess we can edit it out if any. No, no, else. you can, you <laughs> but,
1: can go for it, go Yeah,
2: ahead. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, definitely, man. I mean, I've been I've been highly blessed like, since since the last time I was on on the podcast. Like I've had quite a few, quite a few landmarks coming through. Um headline shows uh radio plays on on more mainstream radio so yeah I mean it's it's the result of of hard work and and just really like kind of knuckling down at the end of the day like this is this is what I do I really live this like this is my passion so um it's nice to see these opportunities kind of I wouldn't say falling into my lap because like I said behind the scenes there's a lot of hard work going into it, but starting to see something to something coming back from it basically yeah.
0: Mm. for me it's like when once i saw the radio plays and do you know what i mean it becomes yeah. quite real because it's like
2: mm-hmm. it's not
0: just you pushing it now do you know what i mean it's
2: like exactly 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 no for sure and that's what it is as well because it's like at the end of the day like i'm not um i say i always say i'm living in some like dream world that this is like i'm actually doing what i love and 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 doing it at a like uh, a a higher level whereas say if I'm making music, I could easily have like uh, like two or three of my close friends with me being like, Yeah, like you're glorious, you're fire, you're fire, like keep doing your thing. But when you're getting recognition from strangers and when it's strangers that are lucky enough, strangers that are in like these positions as like a DJ at fucking BBC Agent Network or a talent agent at like a booking com- booking agents company or something like that, it's like, okay, when you see when you see getting recognition from from like different different people from outside of like your your immediate like kind of people in your everyday life and it's like okay cool and more so it's people that's that's in that industry in that in that game I guess so yeah like it's just like I said I'm highly blessed and just thankful man
0: did you like like at the start of the journey could you yeah. have seen yourself be here like did you envisage it and aim for it or was it like this organic thing that just
2: grew out of you know what you've been working yeah. on yeah you know what like i always I always have that mindset of trying to manifest these wins um at the same time it's like I feel like you can you can sit there and, and you can vision things and and put things together in your mind and 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 do things like that as much as you can, but at the same time, you've gotta put in the work behind it like literally that like, when i s when I say I'm working. I'm working on this every day in some capacity, whether it's contacting contacting people, whether it's writing, whether it's coming up with ideas, whether it's looking for different opportunities to try and put my name into different rooms that it's, my name's not in already. So it's always like a it's a it's a cycle of always trying to like level up and and put yourself in position to receive these blessings and receive these opportunities. It's not it's not something that happens just just like that kind of thing um and the 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 main thing is I mean I have that belief like in myself and more so recently in the music that I've been putting out um having that kind of belief um in your art and in your craft you're you're more willing and more it motivates you more to push it to these people that are like I don't know like DJs or or label heads or something like that you know it just gives you that bit more motivation like yeah like if they hear this like i need i need everyone to take me and i'm gonna i'm breaking down these doors now you get me
1: so uh you know speaking of breaking down doors and the kind of journey you've had from releasing songs online to now you're headlining your own shows and everything yeah uh, Yeah. what does it feel like the moment before you go on stage what does it feel like when you're on stage Uh, and and is that something that maybe makes you nervous because we've all come from similar kind of backgrounds i can't imagine going onto stage the way you do in front of all those people and not at least being a bit petrified? How does it feel yeah. on that stage? You know what? Like, I, I do get asked that, like, do I do I ever feel nervous or anything like
2: that? And do you know what? Like, from, from my first performance three years ago, I, up until now, the first few times, I was crazy nervous. But in recent times, like, especially the last, like, I want to say the last, like, 12 months or so, it's just more excitement rather than anything else. It just, it's just more more like, I'm just itching just to get on and just like, do my thing and just like, have a good time with everyone at the end of the day. It's like, just like, just I mean, just like with everything, like go, going out there and building up the experience. Um, like I said, my my first show three years ago, I feel this over, that I was pretty bad. It was pretty bad, but you have to start somewhere in it. And at the end of the day, like, everything comes with time and when you're truly passionate about something and, and you put your mind to it you just enjoy the process like just like anything in life but this is my passion and this is my form of expression so performing music and being able to kind of like show off my sounds like my thoughts and who I am as a person like it's it's a great feeling and I see it as like a form of excitement and even with people that like you guys have been in attendance as well and it's like I want my performances to be enjoyable for for everyone watching which ties into the style of music i make that's why like i mean my last my headline show at camden assembly i made that that conscious i always make that conscious um decision to like to state like we're all headlining like this is all of us here like you know what i'm saying this is all of us together we're all glorious in every sense of the word this is our show so i want to make sure like it's is just like an enjoyable experience for everyone and I'm just on I'm on stage just living it up man I'm just having the time of my life to be fair so yeah
0: mm, yeah we were we were at your last show and like I'll be honest like you know sometimes you go to a show and you can feel like people are performing do you know yeah. what I mean like they're actually performing but with you when you were there I felt like I was in a jam with you do you know what I mean like I felt like I was part of the show in a sense of mission
2: accomplished I love that yeah
0: yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not watching someone do a performance, which he's like practiced. I feel like it yeah. was a whole experience. It's a whole, do you know what I mean? The whole package. So, uh, yeah, this, this is what I love about that. Like exactly what you said is what, it, what I got from, from, from being down there, yeah. you know, watching you perform. So, um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite refreshing. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause sometimes yeah. you go to things and it's forced, but like, I didn't feel yeah, it was yeah. forced. It was bare natural. Um, yeah it's quite impressive and I guess you you did XOYO as well right
2: yeah XOYO as well um I was doing main support for um for the headline that was another incredible incredible mm-hmm. stage as well like because going to that venue in the past just to watch other an acts and that just to be on that same stage performing' is just sometimes like even up until now, certain landmarks like that don't even like really register in my head, even the camden assembly mm-hmm. headline I try to take it in as much as possible because I look back in it and I'm like Damn! Like, was I really on the headline stage at Camden <laughs> Assembly? Like, yeah, I remember yeah. going. I remember going there. Um, with with Tony. Um, obviously you guys know uh, Tony. Um, we went there maybe like 2015, and we went there to watch. Um, sorry, I'm a bit out of breath right now because of this this COVID thing. But um, I think it was Chip, Red Free Two, and he put on um like Stormzy and. When Stormzy was first bubbling, it was like 2015, like when he first was kind of like making a bit of noise. And we were there watching these guys just like shutting it down. And that night you think I would have thought to myself, yo, like seven years later, you be on stage headlining. Like crazy, like <laughs> no way. It's a so massive
1: progression, hard. man. It's, it's yeah,
2: huge. Yeah, nah. And I appreciate that. Innit? And I appreciate the support as well, man. Like always in it. So. Yeah, man, we're living it. We're living it now, man.
1: I know this might be a bit of a political question, is it? You don't have to Uh-oh. answer it, but like, no, no, it's, not even too, no, <laughs> it's not even too deep. But, um, you know, obviously you, you've headlined a few times now. Is there yeah, one yeah. venue, let's say, that you you yeah. have a particular... Let's not say it's the best venue you've been at, but is yeah. there one that you yeah. hold particularly close to your heart or is there one you can really pick out and say, oh, that one there? I mean, I know you just mentioned... You know, watching some of these greats on stage and Mm. not realizing that you'd be on that same stage a few years Mm -hmm. down the line. Mm -hmm. Was that your was that your favorite memory of your performances, or is there another one maybe? Um, as in out of the previous performances, like which which venue held. Which venue, which moment? It's up to you. I mean, I again I I I know it's a bit Um, of a critical one. You don't want to, you know, no, 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 not
2: at all. Not at all. I mean, from it depends on what standpoint. So, I mean, in regards to let's say performance-wise. I feel like maybe XoYo close second was Camden Assembly in regards to me performing, as in my like choreography or just vocals or anything like just in general. But that could change because I look back and I study it like quite a lot. In it, um, in regards to like what what venue meant the most, that's a tough one because I mean, like I said, XoYo was probably was actually the first concert that I ever went to watch was XoYo. So every every venue has like a story. I just told a story about the Camden Assembly one. Um, the O2 Islington, it weren't the main stage, but it was still um, second stage and main support. That felt incredible as well coming to O2 Islington. So they all have like their own kind of story, which is great, and it's all like tying in to like, oh yeah, like this venue had history, of this venue history of that venue. So it's hard to pick. Um, it's hard to pick a particular. Um, like moment or venue, but combined together, like I just look back at it like wow, like I'm I'm really like it's really come into fruition, everything. So yeah.
1: Obviously like where you are in your life affects your music. uh, Mm -hmm. and and you delve into kind of that moment in your life in every album. Um, Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. where you are at the moment now has that translated into your current album that's going to come out?
2: Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, I definitely like to, um, paint a picture and, and paint a timeline of where I'm at in real life and really translate that through the music. So I mean, with this, with this current album, it's um, it's called "Not Another," which is actually a, a Sinhalese word, which translates to dance in English. Um, so it's a dance album and like summer sounds, etc. And I'm calling it like the soundtrack to the summer and shit. So. Um, but like ultimately, the goal hasn't changed. like I still want people to I still want to make people feel something like whether that's through my words, my story or, or from a musical standpoint. Um, but like on on this on this particular album, um that I played with like a bit like some new genres like drum and bass, and it came out pretty well, um, I believe, but it's literally me talking about, say, for example, the the start of the album. The first uh, few tracks, I'm a bit more harsh in my in my lyrics um, just giving off the whole narrative of um, maybe finding it hard to find any valuable and, and trustworthy relationships um, around me as an individual and, and having that kind of barrier there. then by the end of the album, we come to a conclusion where okay, I'm open and I can have. A bit more a bit more faith in maybe letting other entities in like other situations other people friends business associates whatever it is in any in any capacity so that's like the journey of the album but at the same time it's not it's all told through um these sounds like these dance sounds so it's drum and bass garage afro beats house like it's not um like Say I don't know. It's not like a rap beat, and I'm just spitting like 64 bars in it, like telling that stories. It's just a subtle storyline throughout. But Mm. you're going to be dancing to every song, whether it's track one or whether it's track seven. It's still going to give off the same, the same vibe, you know. Because right now, I mean, I'm I'm creating like this album. I I feel like it's my best piece of work, and. Even though, like I said, even though I'm giving everyone anthems and stuff like to dance to, it's still illustrating where I am at this point in my life. There's still that story, and mm-hmm. me creating at a higher level right now, it's just gonna sound even, even, like even better on the ear. Like I mean,
1: yeah, right that's, now, yeah. To be fair, that's very interesting, and I just uh, sorry to cut you off there, but when yeah, you no. first came on, I remember you were talking about how. Um, you know, with every album you want to improve, which you have shown, mm. you know, every piece of work that you put out, you improve Thank you. On Thank each you. one. But you also mm-hmm. mentioned something very, I thought it was interesting in the first, uh, first time you came on the show, where you said basically, oh, I might even end up doing country music by the end of my yeah. uh, music career, because you, you didn't <laughs> yeah. want to be kind of put into the box of this is mm-hmm. his genre and this is what he does. Um, mm-hmm. And so now you're saying that you've, you've kind of transitioned from what you were doing before mm-hmm. to this is more of a dance uh, kind yeah. of album. Yeah. yeah. Is that something that we can expect from you going forward where you'll be trying out different genres again and again?
2: Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And I mean, um, with with Glorious now and with the direction that I'm going, and I feel like since then a lot has happened and I feel like I've kind of shaped more into the, the direction of being in the dance world, actually, to be fair. And even if it's other genres, branched off that so like for example in 2022 this album coming out now um i'm doing drum and bass i've I've already released a single for it so it's out but it's on this album that's an example of me doing like a different genre next year or the year after i don't know i don't know i might jump into some more i don't know maybe like deep house or maybe like jungle or something something that's again just branching off the dance tree if that makes sense because I, I feel like um like right now, I'm here. I'm here, like to kind of stake. Like I want to stake my claim as like that guy when it comes to like say the dance world and that fusion of rap and UK garage. Like I mean, recently a journalist called Glorious a garage MC, and I'll take that. Like, I'll take that all day long because I'm trying to. I'm trying to take over that garage world. With my my modern twist in it. And at the end of the day, I'm I'm a UKG baby. I grew up on UK garage, so don't get me wrong. It's not to say that in a month or two you won't see me pop up with a a drill song or one like catchy Afrobeat beat I'm from with Cadro, you get me? But I'm just here like a, like a bloody big kid creating and putting together these ideas for like these beautiful songs. And yeah, I just love it, man. But definitely that different genres, especially categorizing off that dance, that dance world, man, I'm, I'm here for it now, man.
0: Mm, like, I appreciate the fact that you're brave enough to take, do you know what I mean, different steps and mm. it kind of, like you said, it's painting a story through the music. Yeah, Instead of through it. the lyrics, which a lot of people do, like yeah. the way you you know, you you, you dedicate the sound to that mm-hmm. era or to that album. And yeah. um like it's it's something at least I've noticed with the musicians that I like, you know, they mm-hmm. evolve, they don't stay the same. And yeah. uh yeah. you know, whether you get love or hate for it, brother just can mm-hmm. keep doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly one, th- one thing I remember is when Skepta was like releasing different tunes and mean? Mm-hmm. Ends weren't really feeling it, but yeah. in the yeah. end. He's the mm. winner, do you know what I mean? Like, he's the one mm. that was was actually true to himself. And um, yeah, I love that still. And in, in this album, mm. like, yeah. one of my favourite pieces you have made was, like, Blinded. I thought yeah. that was
2: so beautiful. Like, Thank you very much. Yeah.
0: Especially when you performed it. Like, you know, when it's live mm. and you really feel it from, from you and from Princella, That's that love. was, like, like, crazy. So, like, I think my mm. next question on that is, like, mm. yeah, you tend to pick your collabs really well and I'm wondering Mm -hmm. like do you do you look for certain things like do you look for a sound or is it a vibe with the person like how do you go about your Mm. (coughs) collabs
2: excuse me um I feel like with with all my with my collaborations they've come they come pretty organically I mean like with Princella we connected online and she um she actually pulled up to the the Essence listening party last year, which you guys were at. Um, the rest was history from there. We spoke that night about potentially working, um, and Blinded was the first time we did work together. And for me, like I'm, I'm here with the hot takes today, man. Me, Prince voice, yeah. She she has the best voice that I've ever heard in my life, like ever. She's amazing. Like, She's ever, amazing, bro. Like guys, like when I tell you, like if I'm like and on on blinded as well like on that on that garage like that that melody she hit on that garage song blinded and then i'm coming in with the with the with the deep voice with the on the garage bass now like that that was different in it that was different um but yeah but back, back to the collabs i mean everything usually works out organically i mean on the album i have um marinisa who we've got a garage song together and her like wait yeah wait till you guys hear her as well like she her vocals are incredible um I met, her, I met her a few times at one of my people's events. Um, shout out fear Fia Wolf, by the way. Um, she puts on um, like these music and art exhibition events. And out of all the events that I've been to, um, like with music and art, that, like she hands down puts on her best ones. Um, but yeah, I met Maranisa Mar- Mar- there a few times. Um, and that's how we kind of connected from there. Um, I've got another artist called Kado um who's on track two and track five, I believe, um, on some like, Afrobeat anthems. Again, I connected with him at last summer at one of my shows, and we said we'd get to working one day, and now the time was right. So it's all organic. Um, another artist that I've got in there as well actually is um, Alexander T. Like we done a house song. Uh, we met through a mutual, um, and I'm doing some cool stuff with her surrounding her events too, so she's cool people. But the process for the collabs and how I actually decide, like, I'm there really writing down, just there writing down, like, song structures like putting together like a movie I'm just like writing choruses and verses sometimes I don't sit and write like a full song I might just write like a, a chorus or like a bridge or something and whatnot and I think to myself you know what it's like it's like writing a movie and being like okay I want these characters to come and do this and play this part I'm like this chorus would sound great with Princella on or this verse will sound great with Merenisa etc and, and take it from there and I send them the stuff and then and then the process is usually pretty smooth from there um one thing i actually want to shout out all the features on this album because um first of all it's all new features apart from lex stokes but me and lex are like a duo man like we've been from divine days in it but i want to shout out the features because they all made the effort to travel down to the studio where i recorded at north london now some of these people are from out of london as well so i think Cado drove like mm-hmm. just under two hours bro like and i was like yeah that's that's love still like he came down and i was like yo to anyone if it's long to travel or schedule wise, I don't mind you recording your stuff and just email emailing it to, to um to Maxwell like at my studio at like, Hit Run and we can like mash it together and that. But everyone made the effort in it. But um yeah, it's definitely a very organic, organic process, I would say. Yeah.
1: No, it's, it's it's very nice to see that obviously you're all up and coming artists and you're actually trying to help one another. And uh, what I've kind of noticed is um with a lot of artists, they either they, they don't want to bring anyone on or when they make it in the mainstream, they kind of cut off the people that they came with and stuff. So it's yeah, nice to see yeah. that you're actually helping one another and you're shouting each other out. Um, as you said, you and Leg Stokes, you've got a lot of projects together. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. would you ever maybe in the future consider dropping a joint album? Uh, yeah, so we've, we've put out a short
2: project together. I think it was back in yeah, January now. Um, at the moment, she's got... um. She's dropped another project since then and something dropping next week, I believe. So um potentially later down the line, I'm pretty sure we're gonna work on like another, or like maybe like a full-length album or something along them lines. Like we always got ideas for each other and I'm on hook some of her stuff coming up too. So um me and Lex are like, yeah, we go together great, man.
1: Uh another question I had actually, because you were when you were talking about, you know, you write a verse here or a course yeah. there or whatever. What is that process like from start to finish of you writing a song? So, you um, you know, just pick any song in random in your upcoming album. Yeah. Yeah. From the the initial idea of the song, how is that conceived to the end point? And I mean, do you have like a lot of, do you have like a notepad with loads of songs that was not even heard yet? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. are you someone who gets an idea, sticks to that idea? And Mm -hmm. until that song is either, it's a make or break for you, how does it work? I'm just trying to understand your process a little bit.
2: Yeah. excuse me sorry um with i mean it all it's all relative to to the song and every every situation is different i mean like on on not another coming out i mean like for example track two um all i got which is with kado Cadro, that one i just started writing when some like sometimes personal stuff happens in your life and you might you might go for like a little personal conflict or You might wake up one day and leave the house and then you get into it with someone or something happens and that just inspires like a verse. It's crazy to sound, it's crazy to say, but it it can inspire something and um, sometimes like going through certain phases and going through certain feelings and emotions and you just feel like the best way to, me personally, the best way to express myself is through the writing. So. In other in other instances, someone might I don't know get out like a journal or a diary and write how they're feeling today and write today's date. I'll just like put that in maybe like a verse, but make mm-hmm. it like just make it sound like as smooth on the tongue and as melodic as possible. Um, and put it together that way. Um, so it just really depends on on yeah. the situation where the inspi- where the inspiration comes from. I mean, sometimes I just write. I might hear a beat and be like, "Yo, let me just write like a just a catchy hook to this." Like I could write a verse and leave that song alone and come back to it I don't know like two months later I, I do lost.
1: get what you're saying I do because I mean in a way that the way I relate to that is mm-hmm. uh, for example as you said I mean I've got a journal I've got you know have a drawer whatever yeah. so it, it sounds as if your drawings are cold by the way
2: incredible
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no I mean it, it sounds as if you kind of use your music as a way to kind of express how you're feeling and as as somebody like uh, you know myself or maybe Steve might turn to like I don't know write a journal or something you turn around to write a piece of music which Mm -hmm. is quite um it's quite an interesting thing because my mind would never go there but obviously we're all different people and for you that's how you vent through your for through your issues I guess which I get it also shows in your music as well as you said it's Mm -hmm. very personal Mm -hmm. to you
2: most, uh, definitely. Most definitely
1: album personal to what you're going through at that point in time,
2: exactly. Exactly, it's very, it's very um, therapeutic, and um, like you said, it's just a way of expression, it's a beautiful way to do it. To be fair, yeah,
0: mm, I think for me, it's like <clears throat> you go beyond music though, because <clears throat> I don't know whether other people realize, but everything you release, like the imagery, do you know what I mean your Insta posts and like yes, yes, album cover, do you know what I mean it's a whole story, like it's, it's not. I don't know this is my personal opinion when I look at it it's like it's not about the music it's about the story it's like about the whole package you know the music yeah. bangs the music yeah. like you said it's like a movie you know what I mean you're picking out the mm-hmm. right people the right sounds you're telling a story but then yeah. everything around it that surrounds it is also mm-hmm. like you know what I mean it's tailored it's not just like stupid thinking of oh yeah just put this together and throw it out like I can see it in your in your work so
2: yeah mm-hmm. man this is
0: something just, i really appreciate for,
2: yeah. for your your craft yeah no i appreciate that because i'm and i'm glad you you noticed that and point it out and it makes me feel like i'm doing something right because a lot of the time even when i look at other artists and i listen to other people's music and whether it's i don't know in the uk or across across the, the seas i look at it and like i i consciously everything that i do is is conscious everything that i do is on purpose everything that i do is strategic so like I like to package certain things the right way. I could, I could put out this album July 1st and if I don't package it right, it won't get taken in the right way. Like I, could, I could call it something completely different. The artwork can be something that doesn't represent it that well or anything like that. And I'm telling you, like, people, people don't, won't receive it the same way. And it's crazy, to, it's crazy to think that the artwork might define people's perception of the music, but it's true I like to package everything, the concept, everything all, very nasty and very fitting um and then give it to you that way like I'm when I, I was a kid I used to love just like s- sketching and going over like album covers and stuff like that like it's just something that's just like in me I just like to package everything and and um kind of make sure it's presented in in the right way for people to absorb you know
1: it's interesting you just mentioned about your childhood there because my next question was actually going to be you know, yeah. growing up or even right now, it could be yeah. a current artist or whatever. But yeah. uh, who's your inspiration for, for all this music? Do you have a particular artist that you draw from or artists that you draw from? Uh, who would you say kind of contributed to making glorious who he is in terms of music?
2: That's a that's a very that's a very tough question. I mean, it's quite it's quite uh it's it's tough to say and put it down to like one artist or a few artists. But I get in I get inspiration from a range and a host of different things. I mean growing up like listening to music from a young age like obviously um helped a lot and um something that I always always was fascinated by like growing up, even like from early stages, like looking on the T V and seeing like I don't know, bloody like Pharrell Williams and Fifty and all these people and just taking in the stuff that they're saying and thinking raw like this is like Eminem all these people kind of thing you know and then growing up and actually actually getting into the whole music thing you learn to appreciate like different different artists and different um, from different genres and stuff like that I grew up on a lot of of course like, as you know like a lot of old school garage as well um, I would say it's hard to like put it down to to like one or there's so many different artists I mean like Tyler the creator for me is like he's, he's a music nerd, and that's why I appreciate that. I, I I get inspired by that because it's like he gets it, he understands. Like someone like Kanye, he understands. Someone from the UK that I'm truly inspired by is, is Chip because he literally epitomizes what, what a musician is in regards to being versatile. He sounds comfortable in everything. Like he's jumped on Garage, Gram drill, rap, everything. And he sounds comfy as hell on on literally everything that he steps on. Um, And it's it's not like a it's not like a false thing or anything like that. Like it's genuine talent. And when I look at stuff like that, I'm like, okay, that inspires me to to dip in, dip into different, into different waters and to do different things and that. But um, there's so many inspirations that as I'm going along, Um, but I try to, like, obviously, kind of just take it in. And at the same time, um, remember that, yeah, you don't want to limit yourself as well. And at the end of the day, like, you just want to keep pushing forward and and maintaining. But um, yeah, like, there's hella inspirations, man.
0: Mm. No, I I, I hear that one still because a lot of the artists you mentioned, obviously, we grew up listening to. So, we get a kind of feel on that, but you know, like nowadays, a lot of artists are kind of jumping off the, I don't know, that's my, my perception it. they're jumping on the easy win, like, um, you know, grab, grab an old tune that, that was a hit, take a sample, spit on top of it. Like, like, do you think that's, that's freedom that they should be doing? Or do you think that's like crossing some line of like creativity where it's just, you know, it's too easy
2: like yeah i know it does i I get exactly what you're saying it does sound too it does sound too easy and i don't know how freely i should speak on this now but i mean some of the don't game in
1: hot water you know relax yeah (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) it (laughs) might it's my opinion my opinion no no it's all cool i mean like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that i do here now like the sampling does sound quite lazy um and it does sound like quite easy to do. I mean, if, if you're in these positions and signed to these labels, I guess it's easier to get a hold of these samples and get them cleared. But um, if it's executed in the right way, then there's no, like, and it sounds good, I guess it's no, like, I ain't got no slight of it. But sometimes, like, when it's being overdone and when it's, like, it just sounds very lazy and stuff, you look at it and be like, oh, that's a shame. You know what I'm saying? That's a shame. And it's, like, it's, I mean, it feels a bit false fed as well. But um, I definitely mm. feel like there's some. I mm. definitely hear you because I feel mm. there's some mad wave of just like bare samples, um, sample songs coming out right now, especially in the UK. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was gonna ask you another slightly political question there, then. Um, yeah. With, <laughs> with regard to <laughs> like the, the commercialization of, um, yeah. you know, once underground music genres, whether it be hip hop, garage, you know, grime, yeah. whatever, uh, you're seeing a, a number of people who. I mean, they may be industry plants. They might not be. We don't know, but yeah. they are very industry in the way that yeah. they make music, um, mm-hmm. and they seem to try and. You see, again, this is my opinion. They seem to have tried to, formalize music and say, okay, if you have X and Y components, you're going to get a hit. Yeah. And yeah. you know what we're seeing is, the same type of music being produced that yeah. is made specifically to chart. Yeah. What, I yeah. mean, what's your? I mean, that's how I feel. I feel like that's what's taking over UK music, and it's. I feel it's kind of holding us back. Whereas before, UK music was more of a pioneer for, mm-hmm. you know, these underground uh, genres. Now I feel as yeah. though other countries' music, maybe like France, for example, French mm-hmm. rap, I feel like is is further ahead than British in terms yes. of trying new things. Yeah. Uh, is that something that you would maybe agree with? Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> In the UK scene, it's, it's a funny
2: one because I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of great music out there in terms of, I don't know, rap or UK hip-hop, gram. I feel like it's not getting enough, like, shun on it at the at the moment. I feel like maybe um, it's being kind of, it depends. It's like you turn on the radio, you kind of hear the same thing um, in rotation, like kind of over and over and I definitely hear the the fact about the like being formulaized and being made for say I don't know TikTok for example. I feel like it's definitely um, it, there's definitely people out there that have like make that have that conscious decision of okay let me try and make something for TikTok or make something to blow on this side or this side and just make some bread of it. And you know what, like I'm not even gonna come across as a hey I'm just gonna be like do your thing and get your money in it. But at the end of the day, I feel like there needs to be a balance in the scene. Um, I feel like there's like I said, there's there's tons of um talent that like when I think like in the UK, I, I look at people like A2 and and Knox and them people and they're like representing for like the artist, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's um inspirational in one sense, but it does get drowned out a bit and especially like especially if like I don't know, like for example, say if someone's like on a day-to-day like working and they're just like they only have time to just quickly chuck on the radio or they don't have time to sit. Not everyone has time, like even like myself as well. I don't have time to sit down and kind of like always go through and, and go out there and find music. Sometimes I just gotta just chuck something on or I open my Spotify up and see what pops up on the like the advertising thing. And it's being false fed to you. So it just depends on like the labels and who's running it and what's being pushed because mm. I feel like there is there is um there's like good good music and different alternative music out there as well, like that represents the artist better.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're a better man than me because you see me, I'm a big hater. I would be hating right now. If I'm being <laughs> honest. And like in terms of, in terms of like, yeah. I was going to yeah. ask you, for example, someone like I don't know, KSI who has a massive yeah. following that's built yeah. off of uh, making FIFA videos on YouTube can yeah. suddenly decide that he wants to do rap. He does the whole formulaic thing and gets the yeah. number yeah. one single. i Mm. I would if i was in your position and i was an up-and-coming artist abundance of talent trying new things trying to Mm. really like create a body of work that is unique Mm. in and of itself if Mm. i saw that see this is the hater in me i'd be Mm. hating i'm gonna be honest (laughs) i'd be passing man down because i just feel like you know they've they've built their platform on something else and they've used this formula and as you said like when you go onto spotify and everything Spotify mm. pushes whatever label has paid them the most money, in my opinion. Exactly, uh, exactly. by their algorithm to you know to yeah, the general yeah, population. Yeah, yeah. How does yeah. it feel as an up and coming artist when you when you see stuff like that? I mean, again, me personally, I'd be fuming.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking specifically on on KSI, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've never listened to a KSI song in my life, and I don't plan to. Um, nice. <laughs> I, I, I stay far away from that. Um, but. Like I said, if it's, if it's if people are eating off it and it's like, you know what I'm saying, they're making their money they're making a dough calling cool, it. At the end of the day, like I ain't gotta respect it or listen to it in that sense. I'll just like do my thing over here. And in this world that I'm in over here, like I know people are winning. Um like some of the names that I mentioned earlier. Um and it's like the pe like the people that do do it that way or go that direction, like the KSI guy you mentioned, stuff like that, like. I feel like they're just it's just stuff like it's here today and it's not it's gone tomorrow kind of thing, you know? Like it's not stuff that's gonna really like stand the test of time. It's it's pretty yeah. much like just just for that just for the trend kind of thing, you know? Um so I just like I don't really I don't really like I said, I haven't heard a KSI song before and I don't really listen I, I don't really listen to like that type of that that stuff over there. So I just really just focus on on like the other world in it and just keep keep pushing it there but
0: but i don't know sometimes i think about it and i think about like maybe maybe it's not that deep because Mm. like imagine like imagine you 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 grow like organically you do really well yeah you become Mm. like this this super talent person and then you shift your attention to i don't know making fragrances yeah Mm. i'm sure Mm. i'm sure like fragrance aficionados would be like oh who's this don I mean, why is he even bothering with mm. fragrance? Blah blah blah. Mm. And I feel like I don't know, maybe I'm giving him a bit too much
2: credit, but that's a good point, though.
0: When I see like KSI, obviously, he was a video creator and his content was unique. Do you know what I mean? His content mm. Was, mm. was like one in a million, and that's why he ended yeah. up so big. Mm. And mm. obviously, he's gone into other stuff now. Um, but maybe the question will come to you like, mm. like apart from the music, and uh, mm. and we also know, you know, you, you're also into fashion and yeah. you know, you released uh, yes. your own line like yeah. do you see yourself as more like a creative person in in reaching to other fields or is mm-hmm. music really your thing for now
2: yeah um that's a very good question I feel like I do see myself as more as a creative and as a brand even I see Glorious as a brand and of course as you said um with the the clothing and the music i feel like i'll it'll always come back to the music cuz i feel like the music's kind of like the, the foundation of everything and that's genuinely um like my passion i feel like people might use the music to jump onto other things or film or television or anything like that and um because that's their real passion but um for me music is the foundation and my real passion so i'll always be based off the music i can't predict what i'm going to be doing in i don't know 5 years or 10 years time but most definitely I'm gonna be delved into a lot more different um, different things. Like I'm pushing this clothing now. Um, I definitely want to look at different ventures and and even like just like increasing my my value even in the music world. But without be like without rec- being a recording artist, like, I might look into I don't know, like maybe producing. I might look into maybe even like DJing. I don't know. Like I want to really just kind of like really just throw myself in there and. And branch out but um i definitely got the the knack in my mind of that the business side of things as well so stuff mm-hmm. like um clothing and and stuff like that which are um yeah that's something i definitely want to want to keep pushing and and i do see myself as overall more than a music artist like as a like you said like a creative i see myself as a brand yeah
1: Mm, yeah, you, cause... you, man, ain't, you, man, ain't, you, man, ain't hating as much as I am. I can't like you. <laughs> yeah. You hate game up, man. I can't like you. You ain't got to like, be... hate or bloody. I, 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 I've got to be honest with you.
0: Not like you, Aaron. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. You got to get on my level, buddy. Uh, I, I actually, <laughs> yeah, I actually did want to ask you a little bit, kind of moving away, not too much from the music, but um, mm, mm. obviously, we want to find out a bit more about like who you are as well as, as a person beyond the music mm. and everything.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. um,
1: So myself, growing up, my my culture definitely affected my perspective on life. Yeah, Uh, and you're quite unique in terms of you. You're, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong here. You're Sri Lankan and Greek, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So that's quite a unique mix of cultures. Yeah. So what was that like growing up? You know, what what was it like being a little glorious running around in this (laughs) kind of mixed household? Yeah. Um. It was
2: obviously it was like you said it's a unique background um which I'm which I'm blessed by and um. I feel like with with my upbringing and, and my background, it was quite, it was still fairly westernized. To be fair, um, I mean, like my my mum was born in London and my dad was born back home in Sri Lanka, but he came here when he was, I believe, I don't know, six years old or eight years old. So he was brought up in Tottenham, and it was kind of like they weren't. It, it's it's very it was quite a westernized upbringing. To be fair. Um, in regards to just like mixtures of, of families as well. Like my dad's side, I got quite a, quite a mix. Um, so I got cousins that are English, Jamaican, Sri Lankan. Um, so it's it's quite a um diverse and, and um coming through a a family and a family unit of everyone being quite open minded and and moderners and, and westerners. Um, it wasn't really one of them ones where like ah oh, um. I feel like it's quite a, it's definitely an interesting mix because like there's different, even though the cultures are different, like I feel like they're quite similar as well. If that makes sense. Like, I don't mm. know. It's just, it's it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Um, Does it
1: kind of explain your collaborative nature then? Cause <laughs> as you said, yeah. you've got such a mix of cultures and everything, I guess it <laughs> makes you more open to the rest of the world. Yeah.
2: Mo- most definitely. Like, like I said, it's very like open-minded and very like, um just not narrow in, in, in the lens of thinking and, And just the mentality wise, in it? But um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely proud of of the heritage and and the culture, man, for sure. Like, repping always, isn't it? So yeah, Mm.
0: yeah. I I remember during the launch party, um, you know, like the food there was also the food I ain't forgotten.
2: forgotten I'll
0: never forget the food. (laughs) (laughs) But But uh, I appreciate that still. Like, like I see it in your. I feel like also in your art and. Do I yeah. mean, you you get, yeah. you get this angle which not everyone has and I feel like maybe yeah. you have like a certain insight in life that yeah. allows you to produce this because you know any old you pick anyone up from the street then they don't necessarily have that creative perspective yeah. maybe that yeah. was molded by you know your upbringing and like you said you know the different cultures in your house but not too strong mm. but like mm. all influencing you in this in this unique way
2: um, yeah yeah no most definitely most definitely I feel like I've picked it up along the way especially that from from a young age you know like just having that um that creative side to me and obviously like with with my parents and and my family like just allow me to kind of um step forward and and be that and show that kind of creative side and um Mm. just all ties and comes full circle now like with the with the music and stuff so yeah most definitely man most definitely even with the the lead the lead of love a fun fact actually the lead of love um logo is actually the um the Sri Lankan flag in it the same colors so it's like the yellow yeah that's why that's how the inspiration came with that one yeah (laughs) yeah and you made like a Greek song didn't you like um yeah actually the the Greek song was actually um it was actually my nun yeah yeah I sampled her at the start of my first project
1: yeah Yeah, Yeah, yes I didn't know that actually that's really cool
2: yeah, okay, I think that's really to, cool. what that's, yeah, that's so she used to sing as well back in like the 80s and stuff. So, yeah, she oh, was wow. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was well trusted to like, that, man. When I put on my first ever album, like, I just chucked her in there. Like, I played it to her. In, in fact, I think you might be able to find that on my Instagram. I don't know if it's on that. Like, not Reels, there's another one. I think it's Reels or like IG Video or something like that. we it got to go on the
1: dark web and find that.
2: <laughs> 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 nah, I'm sure it's still there. Yeah. They used to go with it, but I got like a recording of like just playing it for her for the first time in it, so yeah no that was oh. that was beautiful that was beautiful yeah you know
0: do you know what it is yeah all of this stuff like of course there's like the business and of course there's like the career stuff but at the end of the day like mm. we all died you know what I mean and yeah
2: these yeah. Le-
0: these little moments and like do you know how special it is when you oh, make that like sampling your nan and like oh, it's insane legit
2: like that sent, like that sentimental like them sentimental values as well throughout the music like I make sure like I always like that's just me as a, again, that's just me as a person that like, put it into the music. Like, I mean, last, um, where we now? Not, not the not the um, International Women's Day gone, but I think last year, 2021, I put out a video, um, a music video of a song uh, called The Woman My Share." At the end of the video, I've got, um, I literally put names of, like, all the women, or tried to put names of all the women in my life kind of thing including family, like, friends and stuff like that. And just to like, as a tribute to like, literally celebrating all the women on that special day. Um, stuff like that, like, 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 because I'm, I can be quite a sentimental person in, in real life. I like to translate that in to the music as well, um, as much as I can. And just these moments like, these moments like I mean more than anything, sometimes like one with my nan, like, come on, man, that's like, beautiful beautiful yeah, stuff no, that's,
1: yeah. that's uh, amazing I actually didn't know that. that see stuff like that adds layers to the song that you yeah. know now that we know the backstory of it as well mm. just, it mm. adds more layers to the to the music as well so that's yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that that's actually that's pretty that's a really cool thing to do I think yeah no thank you man yeah, no, thank no, you really, but I appreciate man. that I appreciate that man yeah no, that's that's pretty cool I I was gonna mm. actually um I was gonna kind of ask you uh, in terms mm. of I know this might be a, a bit of a redundant question because you are mm. actually pursuing it but Mm-hmm. If let's say music wasn't a thing that you were going to pursue, if let's say, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe let's say a younger glorious was told, nah, forget all that, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. There, would you have gone down, you know, a completely left field avenue in your life? Or, you know, what where do you think you would have been? Do you think you still mm-hmm. would have stayed within the creative field? Or
2: um, I probably would have been if I didn't if I didn't um take up the the career of music, I probably would have been up front for Arsenal, getting okay, us in the top four this season, you get me? Boy. No, I'm <laughs> you probably <laughs> I'm would have done a better job than Lacazette, like man. <laughs> no, I'll play it, I'll play it. Um, you know what? Like, if if I didn't go down the music route, I am pretty sure I would have been in something creative, bro. Like it's just it's just in me to like I get I just got too much inside my mind. And like even now I'm just fidgeting now like, I just I've got too much inside me. I need to just like express and just let stuff out, man. Whether it's like, I don't know any form any form of creating that like, i don't know any form of art or something in that creative lane it has to be something creative 100% i would have found i would have found something like that, something like 100% definitely
1: yeah i, f- I do find that like that, that is a common thing within um anyone who's in any creative field i actually recently saw like a, a tiktok of kanye west when he was 16 yeah. he had drawn uh you know art for a yeah. show of some sort and it was literally in every media and it was to like a top-notch level like he could have actually wow. genuinely become an artist so wow. when people right. call him a you know a genius and everything I guess it kind of yeah. stems from the fact that no matter what he does he's mm. a fantastic and B, he's always within that creative sort of field so it doesn't Damn. surprise me that you say even if it wasn't music he would have been in some form yeah. of, uh, something expression. creative man yeah
2: that that guy gets it man that guy is literally like you could tell you. He breathes and lives this like to like down to the T man and uh, I respect that. And that's why like him as one of my inspirations as well. Like a thousand percent like that guy. He's he's really about it. Like you could tell he's really about it. Just just from the the stuff that he says in his interviews, you peep it, like you just take it and you're like, okay, cool. Like yeah, this guy really he's really about it, he's serious, man. Um so yeah, like he's he's super inspiring when it comes to like that, expressing yourself as you're creative and that, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like with Kanye, whether he blew up or, or not on music, he would have done it anyway. Do you know I me? Mean? Because mm, it's more mm. than just it's more than just a career. Like he's about yeah. that life.
1: So mm,
0: mm. I feel that. I guess like we're coming up towards the end of the pod and um yeah. maybe yeah. one last one last question or maybe mm-hmm.
2: announcement. Uh so, mm-hmm. so,
0: so like looking into the future, you know, what can we yeah. expect? What should we anticipate from you?
2: Um so yeah, of course we've got the album coming out July 1st, not another. Um just gearing up for that one now. Um after that, literally I'm just gonna be focused on um just really just like running the album, man, and just make sure it's it's getting out there and, and doing the right things. Um like promo-wise and just pushing it really um and I really want everyone to kind of like live with this album. Um like people around me just like pushing out just for everyone to live and, and really like enjoy it, enjoy it this summer man. Um after that, I haven't really got any shows confirmed and booked as of yet. Um, I might have something a bit towards the end of summer or going into the autumn. Um, but right now I'm trying not to think ahead too much. Sometimes like I overstep it a bit. I need to just focus in on the now sometimes. Um, so right now I'm just literally focusing on the album. Um, and yeah, really just just pushing that, man. That's the that's the main focus right now, man.
1: So July 1st.
2: Like it's coming house.
1: out yeah. Uh, yeah spell it out spell it out so when someone wants to actually search for it what should they
2: yeah write? yeah so it's um N A T A N A V A. so um it's pronounced not another i'm probably not pronouncing it right myself but <laughs> <laughs> fair <laughs> enough yeah. so um that's actually a sinolese word so it's sri lankan it's um Sri Lankan native so yeah and obviously like i said it it translates to um uh, to the word dance which obviously is a dance album so
1: yeah, it's available yeah, on all platforms. Yeah, under all, glorious G L O R Y U S S. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so we're on all the all the platforms:
2: Spotify, Apple, Tidal, iTunes, everywhere. Um, July first. As soon as it hits midnight, as soon as it's July first, that'll be out, man, and available to stream everywhere, man. Yeah,
1: you heard the man. You heard the man. Get to it. Pre-save the link. Uh, go to his uh, Instagram. It's glorious as well, right? The, that's your Instagram. Uh, yeah, handle. so it's glorious um, underscore on all my socials. Yeah. Yeah. O- on all your socials. Cool. So go yeah. follow him. Go listen to his music. Go pre save that link. July 1st, Natanava comes out. I've probably butchered the pronunciation myself. They sounded right, his... to be fair. No, they do all right. All right. Thank you. Wait, buddy. Go, uh, <laughs> one more time. Go one more time. Natanava? Yeah, that's good. Very. Come good, on, very man. Good. Come yeah. on, man. I'm a man yeah. of the people. <laughs> come on. Come <laughs> well, on, come on. Thank you for coming Great. on, brother. And no uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you
2: for having me. And I just want to say, like, a, a big shout out to you guys, man, like, and all the progress and all the work you're putting in. Like, keep shining. Keep growing. Pause. Thank you, brother. I am saying, keep doing your thing, man.
1: Like,
2: <laughs> I see you, man. Good.
1: Uh, Steve, why didn't you say, who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand? You?
0: That was bloody brilliant.